Hey guys, how you doing? It's Brad Roth with ATREpodcast.com, all things real estate. I've been in the real estate business since 1998. So I started this podcast to give agents, buyers, sellers a place to go and a place to get information. I'm really excited to introduce my next guest, John Fortes. John Fortes is known as the Passive Investor Consultant. John founded the Fortes Company, which partners with working professionals seeking to invest in a diversified commercial multifamily fund. So by leveraging John's experience, he has helped families invest in over $70 million in multifamily investments. That's allowed them to secure financial security, preserve and grow their wealth, as well as compound their investments and achieve their financial independence. Now, John is also the host of the Passive Investor Show. It's a podcast that showcases the value of investing in real estate funds to provide a truly hands-off experience. Now, this show has become one of the hottest real estate podcasts on iTunes for working professionals looking for a hands-off approach. Now, although John loves spending time with his family and he's a workaholic, another fun fact about John is that he also enjoys refereeing at high-level basketball games. Look at you, Ref John. Wow, it's great to have you. Yeah, man, it's great to be here, man. Thank you for having me, man. How did you start investing? What, what, how'd you get into it? Well, remember how you just noted that I'm a high-level basketball referee? Yeah. Prior to doing that, I was a full-time IT consultant, and I needed flexibility for my schedule to go ahead and start taking games at a lower level to advance my career. So what happened was I needed to replace that income with something that I could understand and create some cash flow. Multifamily investing or simply real estate investing essentially became that vehicle for me. I've noted this on numerous podcasts before that I didn't really understand the stock market game because there was too many middlemen involved for me to understand how they were getting paid on a level for me to get paid on that level. So real estate, me and my wife purchased a foreclosed home that we live in till this day. And as we were renovated, we saw the forced appreciation. So we started to move our stock market money into real estate. So we purchased one single family home and then quickly, quickly scaled because when I dive in, I learn quick. The one thing that you hear is if you start with single family, you eventually move to multifamily. So I wanted to skip the residential multifamily and the residential side altogether. So I invested in myself, invested in some education, and eventually started learning about commercial real estate, the nuances, the challenges, and the obstacles, and how to get into it. So basically, to answer your question, that's my story in a nutshell. But if I knew about passive so hold investing- Hold on, let me, that's, that's kind of a segue. So let me ask you, you bought a house, okay? Then you figured out how to leverage your equity in your home to buy, not another residential home, which a lot of people do, but to buy a multifamily home. I understand that you had never bought a home before, bought a home, redid it, figured out how to leverage your money, which is brilliant, and instead of buying another home, so all your eggs aren't in one basket, you put it into another basket, which would be multi-residential apartment building. So I understand that you wanted to do passive income, and we'll go into a little bit about that, but did you have any unexpected pitfalls that you just kind of didn't, you know, you'd never done it before, you weren't aware that it was going to happen? No, Brad. I mean, it's super (laughs) easy, right? It was really easy. (laughs) No. So the first one, I knew I wanted to do the Burr strategy was buy, rehab, 
run, refinance, repeat. It's a great strategy. I realized that for my first one, my risk tolerance wasn't that high. So I bought a turnkey. Oh, sure. And it's cash flowing to this day. We're doing fine. We got a tenant in it. The second one was more on that bird level. And my second real estate investment is essentially the 62 unit that me and my partners first partnered on. On the first multifamily project I've ever done, it is literally what someone would purchase as a house flipper on a lower level. Don't ask me why my risk tolerance isn't as high on that level when I'm literally sharing in the risk with a bunch of other people that are looking to succeed. But as a passive investor, would I invest in something like this? Not unless the operator was experienced. So let's ask you, John, what is passive investing? Explain that to my listeners. Passive investor. So Brad, you're a working professional, everyday professional. You're contributing to this world. You're doing what you are truly great at and you possibly love it. You're not looking to replace your salary. You're looking to solve some problems for yourself. In a nutshell, you find an investment vehicle that you like. In this case, it's real estate. You don't have the time to go ahead and become the landlord on your own assets on maybe even a smaller level. So you become a passive investor on these commercial high-end deals that are accessible through private equity firms and you invest in a minimum contribution. Maybe it's 25,000, maybe it's 50,000. Let's say that you have 500,000 and you was going to go buy one asset. Why not contribute that in hundred thousand dollar investments on a passive level? As you start to learn the business, you share in the risk as a pool of investors in a syndication model where there's a general partnership and a limited partnership. The passive investors are the limited partners and the general partners are the operators who have experience underneath their belt to More fully risk. operate and produce the returns that they're forecasting for this right. typical asset. There's a few things you want to watch out for. You want to make sure it's in a strong market. Obviously, the operators are the number one part of it. So you want to make sure that the operators are experienced. So private equity firms. With that said, you raise money from private investors on a passive investment where they are too busy and they just want to produce maybe some tax benefits. Speak to your accountant about that, how real estate can do it. You can still achieve those as similar in a syndication as you would if you personally purchased it yourself. Along with that too, there's a lot of things that you can do with the commercial multifamily asset that you can't do with a residential home. So John, let, let me ask you for my listeners, in a nutshell, really what passive investing is, is if I've got anywhere from 25,000 up to, you know, whatever, 500,000, I could take my 500,000 and say, hey, John, I'd like to actually be in your next five investments. Here's 100,000 for each one. Or I can take a certain amount and give you whatever we decide on. And I will make passive income at a certain rate. You'll say to me, hey, Brad, your rate of return, we expect it to be 16.9% or we expect it to be 7%. Are you generally more on the conservative side? Absolutely. Everything is conservatively underwritten, including our exits. And you are absolutely right. We wouldn't take all of your capital up front. We don't do that. We do it on a deal-by-deal -deal basis or a fund basis. This is my example I like to use. If we created a $5 million fund and you had $500,000 and you want to contribute $400,000 to that fund, we take that fund and we diversify it through many assets. Now, the other one-off situation where I offer an opportunity, you go through the process, we send you the paperwork, we work with all legal attorneys, uh, you wire it before the deadline meets where we go ahead and close the asset. Then we start operating it and go off with our five, seven, eight year plan. Which is great. Let's back up a second. 
I want you to think way back when, when you were just a young pup and you thought, wow, I wish I knew then, right? What I know now. So if you were Marty from Back to the Future, what would old Marty go back and tell young Marty? Invest in real estate sooner. I didn't do it till I got into my mid thirties. So start sooner. And then when you start, you always say you wish you started sooner. Similar with basketball refereeing. When I started, I wish I started sooner. Understand that there's five ways you get paid in real estate. There's appreciation, historically, six-year average. Yep. Cash flow, rent income minus all expenses, residual income. Loan pay down, tenants essentially pay the monthly finance debt. Tax benefits, I just explained that a little bit. Inflation hedge. Inflation eats the value of your power of your savings. And at the same time, it also eats away at the pile of your debt on the investment. So debt today is cheaper than debt tomorrow because inflation eats away at it. Very true. Factor in the 2% inflation bump every year. Basically, the loan is worth less today than tomorrow. That's right. Good for you. Look at you. You got it all figured out. Nah, <laughs> I learned this through a lot of people that helped me along my way, man. I wouldn't be anywhere without them. And I, and I say the exact same thing as you say. I, I really wish I would have invested and held the properties a lot sooner. I wish I would have not sold several of the properties that, I, that I've owned. That's the nature of the game though, right? So you could That's say coulda, shoulda, woulda. <laughs> but at the same time, it's funny. Like, I think you come across this a lot when people see house prices today. And they're like, oh, I should have bought it like five months ago. I yeah. should have bought it a year ago. I tell people, John, all the time, they'll go, you know, I can't buy now. It's too expensive. And I go, well, you know, you said the same thing to me a year ago. And a year ago, it was $100,000 cheaper. You are the investor that is never going to invest or never going to buy because you're so scared of making the wrong move. But the truth is, is if you buy something and you hold on to it through a cycle, you're going to do just fine because... The only time you really truly lose in investing in property or in the stock market is if you buy and then have to sell it when it's worth less. And if you don't have to sell it when it's worth less and you have the ability to hold on to it and run through a cycle, you'll be just fine. And just to piggyback off that, there's three fundamentals we practice where we buy for cash flow, we put great debt on it, but also we have adequate reserves. Those are the three principles. So Buy for cash flow, have adequate reserves, and leverage cheap debt. That's great. John, tell my listeners a little bit about your podcast and uh, where they can find it. And do are they going to be able to hear more about passive investing on it? First of all, Brad, thank you for having me. Everybody that's listening, please do me a favor. Go and rate and review this podcast right now. He's doing an awesome service to the real estate culture in general. So I appreciate what you're doing, brother. Thank you so much. I'm learning from you, buddy. You're the best. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, man, we're learning from each other. Where you can find me, you can either find me at johnfortes.com, J-O-H-N-F-O-R-T-E-S.com. PassiveInvestorShow.com is the podcast. Or if you're looking for something to track your real estate investments, I created a investment tracker. So you could use this with your personal investments if you invested passively. Just how do you track it and how do you track different aspects of the components so you can invest in more of that type of asset because it's producing so well. Yeah. You can go to projectedreturns.com. Other than that, man, I'm all over social media and you can find me pretty much anywhere. Yeah, or you might be roughing a game, right? <laughs> hey, man, you might, you, might be, you might see me. You might see me. Hey, John, I have to say thank you so much for being here today. 
to all my listeners, you can go to All Things Real Estate on YouTube and watch this video. So if you're listening live or you're listening on uh, Apple iTunes or Spotify or any of the major podcasts, you can also go to YouTube, type in All Things Real Estate, look for John Fortes on, on my show and, and watch it live. And if you're interested in me coaching you at all, go to my website, atrepodcast.com and uh, just look for my five secrets on how to become successful in real estate right now. John, thanks so much for coming and uh, you've been a wonderful guest and everyone just listen to John, he's amazing. And that's our show for today, I hope you enjoyed it. You know, many of my podcast listeners have become my coaching clients. If you'd like to be a coaching client, go to my website at www.atrepodcast.com and sign up for your free 30-minute coaching evaluation at www.atrepodcast.com. And as my dad would always say, have an attitude of gratitude.